So we're back with Amanda. Oh, hey guys. What's up, dude? So I went with this week. We're talking about toasting. We like wine, you know. So when you text us and you said something about toast, I'm like, I don't know of any superstitions that have to do with eating toast. Like I was, (laughs) I was really struggling. And then I realized that she was saying, and that's when I said the snarky reply, like, we have a Google Doc. (laughs) You can check this yourself, Snarky snarkerness. Yeah, I had to end up sending her that Google Doc, by the way. I didn't know how to get on it. She's not a Google Drive person. (laughs) Now I know. I learned. Congratulations. I'm so proud of you. So, I was originally looking up, like, never toast with an empty glass, right? Have y'all yeah. heard that? And I think, I don't know if I knew that to be superstition or it's just not a good idea, but yeah. I just prefer for there to be something in my glass. <laughs> <laughs> fair. That's a fair point. So, when I was doing this research, I, I looked up never toast with an empty glass. Mm-hmm. And all of the research came back with, actually, that's not so bad, but you should never toast with water in your glass. Okay. It's too bad. At dinner the other night, we were at India Grill and Tommy just like picked up his water glass and just started clinking us every once. He didn't make a toast, so maybe it doesn't count, but maybe not. Maybe you can cheers and not toast. I think Kevin toasts with water as much as anything else because yeah, he, he says too, he's not a drink frequent water. drinker now. Well, it's not a good idea. Make sure and give him some root beer next time. Root beer. <laughs> root beer. Root beer for the grandparents. So you uh, y'all have never heard nope this. No, I okay. Educate okay. us, my friend. I hadn't either. Please talk for an hour to follow up last week's episode. Please don't talk for an hour. <laughs> it Please will be an hour. That. It will not be an hour. Y'all are gonna have to pay me more. <laughs> pay me more than zero. So okay, much like many of our other topics, this one originated in ancient Greece. So according to ancient Greek mythology, the dead would sail down the river Lethe. Leith, I think. Leith, okay. Oh, I thought it had some different pronunciation. I'm looking it up. That's bothering me. Okay. No, because it doesn't sound right, but I could be wrong. I don't know either. River Lethe. I know how to like read read is it, it is it spelled with a y or anything no t h e all right i need to say pronunciation pronunciation here we go well there's a video of it hold on great <laughs> turn it up i don't even know if it's gonna pick up or not spin wheel of death oh <laughs> <laughs> this is a very quiet pronunciation <laughs> it's like it's trying so hard <laughs> spinning wheel of death <laughs> Experiencing interruptions? Find out why. Oh, hold on. Leafy. Leafy. I hope that came out because that's going to be a nice little drop. Oh, did we get Leafy. Leafy. The River Leafy. The River Leafy. And now we're all educated. Okay. So, according, that's one of those things like you write down and Every you time. don't realize, like, wait, hold on. Like when I was a kid and I couldn't pronounce the word chaos because I read it in books but I'd never heard it said. So, I'm like, oh, yeah, it was complete chaos. And my mom's like, chaos. It was chaos. Oh, my God, I'm saying chaos all the time. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> So, okay, it originated in ancient Greece. According to ancient Greek mythology, the dead would sail down the river Lethe, um, deep into the underworld in order to forget their past earthly lives. Yes, it's okay. the river of forgetfulness. Okay, I you I, I figured you'd know a little bit more. The river to Hades, or? Uh, that's the river in... Styx, is yeah, the river Styx is the one with rebirth. The... Lethe okay. is forgetfulness. Okay. Oh, okay, makes sense I to think... forget their... I'm not sure which one, you know Charon, the 
the charioteer that would like row you across that you have to pay mm-hmm. the ferryman who's yeah. ferrying. Uh-huh. I don't remember which river he was on, but it was one of those two. I think okay. It, sticks, but it may have been. Be wrong. Well, as a result of this belief, the then currently living, like, you know, the live people would toast mm-hmm. to the dead with uh, glasses filled with water in order to symbolize their voyage down the river. Oh, okay. I don't know how it got twisted throughout the years, but somehow. Over the years, because of this ancient custom, it's believed that if you toast to someone with water, you're actually wishing bad luck or even death upon that person. I feel like that's such a dramatic term. I know. It is. Yeah. It's quite a leap as well. Right. <laughs> a leap to the river Leafy. I don't know. I no. don't know why. So, um, it's also said that toasting with water in your glass could mean you're wishing death upon yourself. Oh. Um, the what? water is said to be a reflection of your own watery grave. Oh, but my wow. question... Why does it doing, have to be a watery grave? <laughs> doing this research is why are graves watery? They I should be. Drown. I fa- well, I guess, but then you still don't bury someone in a watery grave. Unless you give them a, vi- or a Viking funeral. That's true. Well, Not multiple sources I found... Said, like, mentioned this watery grave, and I'm just not sure. That's very unfortunate. I know. That's what I said. You hear that a lot, like, with, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm making this up, but I feel like I've heard that in, like, a reference to, like, Titanic. People were, like, sent to their watery grave because they are in the burning. Because they don't. That makes sense. And, like, not everybody was retrieved, obviously. Right. Okay. Well, in that case, that makes sense. Yeah. So this is applicable to those on the Titanic. I guess, yes. Okay. All right, cool. I thought you understood your role in this podcast was to do the happy research. Why are we trying to do right. <laughs> Another reason you shouldn't toast with water was that it was said to potentially incur the wrath of the gods. Like, what do they have against water? Well, like, Greek gods like to be mad about everything. I will it's tell true. you. Yeah, it's why true. would they, they were angry, angry a lot, about everything? A lot. It's very easy to piss them off. <laughs> this is actually kind of understandable. So when you toast... You're offering up your drink to the gods. That's sure, one of the okay. reasons. Well, understandably so. Gods preferred wine over water. Who doesn't? Water was considered dull and boring, and it would make them angry, so they would shower ill fortune down on you if you toasted them with water. you're not giving them anything good enough. Right. Okay, sidebar. Y'all read Percy Jackson and the Olympians? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, in the very first one, The Lightning Thief, when he goes to camp for the first time, and they all have to, like, they're sitting around, mm-hmm. and, like, they have to offer the best part of their yeah. meal to, they, they put it in, like, the fire to give I it. I actually read this. I thought I, ha- I had, it's but, it yeah. Is, it is a fun, it's a fun series. But that's exactly what I thought about. No one's throwing their water on the fire. Yeah. They're putting their root beer, that's or whatever true. they're having. You meet, but, like, the god of wine at the camp. That's what I thought you were going to yeah, talk about. Yeah, well, the god of wine had gotten in him. trouble. He was, like punished by having yeah. been with campers. Dionysus, like, made bad choices up on Mount Olympus, and, and he, so he was cursed to having to be, like, the head of the camp, and so he, like, lived he was the, the god house. of wine. And couldn't uh-huh. he only drink, like, root beer or something? Wasn't that I think every it? time he turned something to wine, it would, like, fade away, yeah, and he couldn't okay, get the wine. Oh, that's so sad. It really sounded right to me. Our we are our grandmothers and <laughs> granddaughters. Right. Okay, so... <laughs> She's like, enough Percy Jackson. Yeah. Yes, and back to my research. That was, that was all, like, ancient Greek mythology. More recently, however, the U.S. Navy adopted this superstition. They actually don't toast with anything non-alcoholic, most in particular water, because either you or the person you were toasting to would die by drowning. That's like a current thing. A legit fear in the Navy. Correct me if I'm wrong, anyone. Well, I was going to ask if you were sure it was Navy and not Air Force, because we have a few cousins with an association with the Air Force who would cringe at the thought of toasting with anything non-alcoholic. But, you know, I suppose the water part makes sense with (laughs) Navy, so... So that was actually the 
kind of the overview of don't toast with water. But then I got curious about the origins of toasting in general. Okay. And it was pretty fun, you know, because, I mean, who doesn't toast? I toast all the time. Even Fiona toasts. With water? Don't let her. I mean, she probably just toasts with whatever she has. It's usually some kind of juice, but... Okay, good. Yeah, when she was Safe. three, she started just wanting to cheers on everything. So we, we cheers well, with whatever we're holding. True to form. Yeah. And look at her parents. <laughs> cheers. It's rude. <laughs> <laughs> That's rude. Your face right now is the best. So most sources say the concept of toasting also arose in ancient Grecian, uh, Grecian times. They would toast to the gods and to each other's health. This is actually found in the Odyssey when Ulysses drinks to the health of Achilles. Mm-hmm. So hmm? he drank to his health, not to his um, ankles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> about the health of his ankles. Well. It's the only part not dipped in the river. So. Yeah. The actual origin of the word toast, though, is really weird. It, like, okay. it just turns very strange. So it dates back to the 16th century in England. And one of the first accounts of the origin of the word is found in Shakespeare's The Merry Wife of Windsor. The character named Falstaff demands for a glass of wine with a piece of toast in it. Ew. <laughs> right. Toast in his wine? Toast in his wine. I suppose that was a balanced breakfast back in the day. Right. Hey, why not, right? No. Better than gross eggs. <laughs> Ew. I hate eggs. You so you want toast and wine? wine? I would rather have toast and wine, even with my allergy to gluten, than eat an egg. <laughs> that just seems to be a bit dramatic. No. 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 No, they're so okay. gross. They taste like someone chewed your food for you. Ew. That's so nasty. That's not a taste. That's a texture. But okay. It's a texture. <laughs> it's eggs. The texture of eggs. I think it's fair. So, uh, toast and wine. <laughs> I can't stop Wait a minute. I want to go back to, you said the person's name was Falstaff? Like the Falstaff beer? Falstaff beer. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder if that's where it came from. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know anything about beer, so I'm just going to make it up. Right. Me neither. (laughs) So, I I know it's gross, but there were apparently reasons. The wine back then was said to be more acidic, and putting a piece of bread in the wine soaked up the acidity. Okay. Also. Makes sense. Kind of like one of those filters they have today. Yeah, yes. <laughs> the, the aromatic yeah. thing that you pour. Aerator, right? Aerator, aerator, yeah. On the other hand, they didn't like to waste food either back then. So if bread was stale, they just soaked it in the wine. And so it had it the wine and the bread. So back then, the person being honored would literally be handed a piece of wine-saturated bread. And that's how... A toast was born. A toast. A toast. That's funny. I know. I liked it. Welcome to my home. Here's some old bread that I've soaked in wine, and now it's very acidic. Here you go. You're so Cheers welcome. To you. <laughs> I'm not sure I would enjoy the texture of that, but <laughs> still better than eggs. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> sure. Says <laughs> you. No, eggs are just nasty. It's so gross. Yeah, but have you ever had wet bread? I can't even eat bread, so. <laughs> I know, but not your whole life. But, like, you dip, like, um, like French onion soup or something, you'd have, like, crusty bread, like a baguette or something, and you'd dip that in it. Yeah, but it's, like, different when it's been, like, just dipped, and you just get a little bit of flavor, and especially if it's, like, a thicker soup, it's fine. <laughs> and if you have something just, like, soaking. Bread-soaked bread. <laughs> and, like, gross. It's like when it when you put a piece of bread in the pond for the ducks. It just yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is making me nauseous. Agree to disagree. <laughs> I'll just take the eggs. Alright. So yeah, that's where a toast was born. I thought that was actually pretty cool. That is kind of interesting, yeah. 
And then, you know, to top things off, I always like to add in the weird stuff. So I've added in some uh, odd toasting customs. No, I love it. Go. Different, uh, different places around the world. So in Georgia, the country, not the state. Um, Fair enough. The Toastmaster was called the Tomata. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, they were basically like the hype man. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, at a party, they would lead guests through as many as, like, 30 toasts at a time. That's exhausting to think about. The Toastmaster would have to empty his glass with each toast, but it was frowned upon if he became intoxicated. So, there was magic involved. There had to have been magic. I mean, if you're having 30 drinks, I think so. I would die. So, actually, the, the... Whole point was that in Georgia, it said that you would toast until you passed out, your arm fell off, or both. Why is your arm falling off? I guess because your arm's up for so long. But your arm's not going to fall off. It might. You don't know. Look, you have the medical degree, and I'm positive that nowhere in any anatomy class you ever took does it say that your arm will spontaneously fall off if you hold it up long enough. I'm positive (laughs) that's not how it works. Agree to disagree. Help. <laughs> My father is listening to this episode right now and crying. This is what's happening. Back to 16th century England. A man would cut his arm, mix the blood with the wine, and toast to a woman's help. Again, we're back to Shakespeare, the merchant of Venice. At one point, the king of Morocco was quoted, I stabbed my arm to drink to her health. The more fool I. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that is foolish. Like, why is that necessary? Serves you right, sir. I'm sorry, but... <laughs> But why would you do that? This one made me think of you. But like, what was the what was the um, motivator on that? Like, gosh, I'm I'm really a fan of hers. I want to drink to her health. I should stab myself in the arm. That doesn't on seem Amanda's like a, next episode. Like a logical <laughs> right. thought process. That's right. True. I'm gonna need some more information. All right. Well, I'll get back to you guys. No, thanks. <laughs> I need a follow up episode. Okay. So so what made you think? This of me? one made me think of you because. Also, um, in Old English times, custom, another custom was to drink wine out of a woman's shoe to toast to her beauty. I've heard that before. <laughs> but why this why shoe? Did it and ma- you would be so angry. <laughs> oh, it's out of me because of shoes. Okay, right. I'm like, I don't drink out of my shoes. It's <laughs> like midnight too. I'm like, I don't think they're going to drink out of It was just like, it made me laugh so hard because if anyone ruined your shoes oh, I'd be wine, so angry. you'd be so mad. No, like that's... That's cause for banishment. Right. So note to self, never drink out of Aaron's shoes. Also, that's just that's gross. gross. And especially back then, like, baths were not... Ba- baths. <laughs> God. Baths were not a plenty. <laughs> so, like, shoes had to have smelled really, really bright. Yeah, so I would imagine they did. No one wants to drink wine out of that. No. Or anything. Or anything. <laughs> I like how my mind always goes to You're wine. like, but just not wine. This is just, disturbing. Right. I'm disturbed. So, okay, this is these are a little less weird. In Ukraine and Russia. <laughs> Thank God for that. Yeah, right. <laughs> in Ukraine and Russia, um, they take their New Year's wish, write it on a piece of paper, burn it, and then put the ashes in their champagne glass and drink it. Oh. I mean, it's still weird, but not as weird as yeah, drinking. Not as weird, I agree. So... In um, France, in France, Spain, and Germany, if you don't maintain eye contact during a toast, you'll have trouble in the bedroom. Yes, I've heard that. Have you? Yeah, that's an Irish thing too. Is it? Okay. So the last, uh, um, the last random toast custom I actually have 
is uh, from Mexico. <laughs> um, dropping a gold ring into your champagne glass or something sparkly of the like, you know, but gold is said to make it make you the most rich. Sweet. So when you toast, you drop them. And then it made me laugh, actually, because they were like, and be careful if anyone is, like, near proposal, because this could give someone the wrong idea. <sighs> also, don't like swallow if, it. If you accidentally, like, you're saying, like, your girlfriend's there, and you drop the gla- ring oh, in your glass. Oh, she thinks you're proposing. It okay. just made me laugh. Proposal. <laughs> right. It's like, no, I just want him to be rich. Hold on, hold on. Like all those, like, sad moments in movies and stories where they get a, like, a a ring box or they get a box mm-hmm. or something they're like oh my god he's gonna throw it and then it's like earrings oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know <laughs> which like any other time you just be like oh thank you for the beautiful right. earrings and I'm like oh, it's oh man. lovely earrings thanks so much <laughs> oh, so yeah that's um that is my toasting episode <laughs> I kind of I had some fun with it I want um, you to look at what she has written at the very bottom <laughs> <laughs> I say oh, good day <laughs> She had something else written that I was laughing at earlier, too. <laughs> I might have said, pause for perturbed look. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't say that. That's better. <laughs> I did have that in there. I just appreciate that she, like, at least gave some thought to how she was going to wrap up her episode. <laughs> because I never do. I'm like, no. and now I'm done. Okay. Um, I just the stop end. forever and then sit here. <laughs> Thank God I have to stop talking now. I, I just always feel so awkward ending episodes. So I'm like, Ow. I said good day, sir. <laughs> I say good day. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Salt Over Your Shoulder, a Redwater production. We appreciate your support. Your download allowed our crazy idea to gain steam and make it into your podcast directories. We couldn't do this without you. If you'd like to continue your support, you can engage with us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram at SaltThePod, or follow us on Facebook at Salt Over Your Shoulder. You can also email us at saltoveryourshoulder at gmail.com. Special thanks to the one and only Andrew York for our awesome graphic. If you'd like to continue your support, please consider giving us a five-star review on your favorite podcast directory. This helps other people find us as well. You can also become one of our patrons at patreon.com saltthepod. See you next time!